record? Yeah, that was weird. I was hitting the button and nothing was happening. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, here you go. It's alive. It's going now though. All right. (laughs) Check, check, check one, check two. Check one, check two. Looks good. Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come for Batman. But stay for Terry McGinnis. More Batman. It's double the Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny, it's, wow, it's been a crazy ten years that we just spent uh, uh, doing all of Matlock. All, yeah. All, how many seasons was it? I, I, I think, well, it felt like it never ended. It, it, it did, you know? <laughs> but, but we did it. Uh, man, what a finale, too. Dude, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, and, and you know, the way the, well, you know, I know a lot of people will, will just be jumping right in, you know. Believe it or not, there are people out there. Who are big fans of Batman, but not big fans of Matlock. I don't... And you know what? I I was one of them until this magical journey that we went on these past ten years. It was worth it, wasn't it? Oh, it totally was. And I, you know, I hope that nobody skips over that portion no, of the podcast. No, 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 like, no. Please. If you're just jumping in uh, uh, thinking that, oh, okay, yeah, 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 they did that whole Matlock thing, but I'm here for Batman. Like, I get it. But please, go back and, and just jump back right now. And and listen to all the Matlock episodes. Watch yes. along with us. It's important stuff. Yeah, it's it, it's really foundational uh, to our understanding. Believe it or not, of the Bruce Wayne character. Yeah, he is informed in so many ways by Matlock, and especially now of all times, as we get introduced to to Bruce Wayne in his older years, as the parallels just become more and more obvious. It's uh, like night and day. Yeah. <laughs> So I've I've seen this whole ep- this whole episode this whole show that we're about to talk about before. Yeah. Batman Beyond. Yeah. But I feel like I'm going to be watching it again for the first time now coming to it as also a Matlock fan. Yes. <laughs> uh we I I don't know about you but I was there day 1 when this premiered on the CW. I think it premiered at a night. Yep. Showing 7 o'clock. WB, that's what it was. WB. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's right. The it, it wasn't CW yet. They hadn't. It was um, the WB and UPN became the CW. Right, yeah. I believe they they had a baby and God bless them. And this <laughs> was hyped up. Uh, remember Wizard Magazine? I do. That was like always uh, talking about. There's a new Batman cartoon. At <laughs> the time, it was just loosely titled Batman Tomorrow. Yep. Batman Beyond sounds so much better. <laughs> well, we saw images of what it was going to look like. Very much Bruce Tim and uh, in, in that style. Um, and here it is, premiered in 99. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I was there like on premiere night. I don't think that I was hyped up for it in advance, but I definitely did see the premiere. And I think I... Because they, they released this as a VHS, as I recall. Yeah, it this was on VHS for a while. Pilot two-parter. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure you and I watched it together in that format. I did buy it on VHS, yes. (laughs) And I I recorded it off a TV back when you could do that stuff. So (laughs) (laughs) But yes, this is the the two part premiere, Rebirth Parts One and Two of Batman Beyond. Yes. So uh, Well, you go ahead. You start off. You got the the note. Yeah, so we we kind of get this little it's it's a true cold open. We've mm-hmm. not seen the opening sequence yet, and this is going to be this scene is going to be kind of our bridge between the Batman that we're familiar with and the new Batman of the future. 
we see that Bunny Vreeland, not Veronica Vreeland, yes. but we're to assume, I guess, her daughter has been kidnapped. We we get a little news broadcast, just dropping some world world building, some exposition. Uh, there's been a another hostile takeover attempt of uh, Derek Powers trying to take over Wayne Tech. Yeah. But Bruce Wayne's having none of it. He's going to stay a scrappy, independent, horrible billionaire. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, also in the news is debutante Bunny Vreeland has been held for ransom. Yep. Ransom was served. Yep. Five million dollars, which I mean, granted, I'm I'm team kidnappers. Five million (laughs) dollars in in future money. That's basically lunch money today. It's nothing. Yeah. You're going to have to pay me one million dollars. So they, they took the five million, but they're still holding out for more. And uh, I guess for this moment, for the news to start talking about Bunny, uh, one of the hired goons, kidnappers, is like, hey, you're on the TV. And Kenny, did you? I recognized one of these kidnappers. Do you remember we just did Mystery of the Batwoman a couple weeks ago? Uh-huh. And I, I said one of the mooks. I was I was sure he was going to turn out to be Nightwing. He had a very distinctive character design oh, with a mustache. Right. You talk about and that guy. He's back. He's in this scene. I didn't scene. catch that. Yeah, oh, man. I'm. I think he's still Nightwing. I think he's in deep cover. <laughs> well, he held it well. He he was very good at his disguise. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so I was I was part of a an internet forum. This was a little. A little after this, this was more on into the Justice League uh, uh, days, but called the Toon Zone Forums, which was originally a DC animated universe forum and then expanded to be about all things animated. And I was super active on this internet forum in like the mid 2000s. And I'm going to spoil things. We are never going to see Nightwing again. Nope. This is that. That's it. I hope you enjoyed your time with Nightwing. <laughs> yeah. There are many, many other characters that we that we will come back to. Nightwing's not one of them. Oh, unfortunately not. And this was like a big freaking deal on the internet is every time a new episode, a new installment in the DC animated universe would come out. Everybody on the internet. Where's Nightwing? We want more <laughs> Nightwing. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry. kids. You're not you're not gonna get it. And I prefer my headcanon is that he is still in deep cover, still with this bandana and fake mustache. He must be. <laughs> he's an old man, and any minute he's gonna get whatever intel he's after. He's he's been <laughs> he's got us fooled, that's for sure. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, but but we get Batman to save the day, but it's a new style of Batman. Yeah. No we, cape. No cape. Yeah, he's got uh, these, like, underarm wing mm-hmm. deals. He's got rocket boots. He can fly. It's this very high-tech, very sleek uh, bat suit. Uh, very black with uh, with red highlights, the red bat symbol on the chest. We, we called out when we were doing Mystery of the Batwoman that there's some design continuity between the Batwoman suit and uh-huh. this one. But... Uh, He's he's swooping in. He's beating up the thugs, but he seems maybe like he's not doing so hot. Yeah, it's like he's having a heart attack at yep. one point. The hired goons that he was beating up start beating him up, and his vision's going blurry. Uh, maybe it's a stroke. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, at one point, a mook 
is going to kill him. Yeah. He's whacking at him with a big giant wrench. He doesn't say, meanwhile, back at the wrench. He, he should have said it. You but... know, this is, this is the caliber of goon we have nowadays. <laughs> He's no joker. And uh, Batman uh, has no choice. He grabs a gun, yep. points it at the bad guy, and luckily the bad guy drops his crowbar or wrench and, and books it out of there. But, uh, yeah, Batman had to use a gun. Yeah, and he he pulls off the cowl. It's it's a full face mask, no no jawline exposed, mm-hmm. and we see that this is an older Bruce Wayne. His hair's gone all white. His eyes are kind of milky, mm-hmm. and he's just staring at the gun in his hand in horror. Like fuck, what did I almost do? Yep, this is what I got into this to stop. You were the chosen one. It was said that you would destroy this and not join them. <laughs> so he goes to his bat cave and kind of realizing that he's not a young buck anymore. Yep. Says never again and starts turning off all the lights. Yep. And we cut to our new title sequence. It's very techno, yep. rocking, hard, heavy metal. Lots of electric guitar. And- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And this is, so we got for, um, for the original Batman, the animated series, we got that almost like a little vignette that tells a little story over the course of the intro sequence. Uh, the new Batman adventures had mostly clip shows. The Superman intro was mostly a clip show, but now we're back and we've got this fully original bespoke custom title sequence. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a lot of abstract imagery that if you know the show, a lot of it connects like, oh, that's that villain who will show up later. That's yeah. that one. Uh, also, we get like text on the screen. At first, we're seeing this like grungy, noir Blade Runner street. Yes, Blade Runner. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. Like cops and, and like people faces in terror with words across the, street, the, the screen like, Apathy, corruption, yeah, <laughs> hope. But yeah, yep. Then we see Terry McGinnis's face. We haven't met him yet. Hope, yeah, honor, justice. Also, dancing young people at the at the at the nightclub. Yeah, I have such a soft soft spot for the fact that they got a little dance number in the middle of this. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love this intro. This is a great intro. And you're gonna get this for the rest of this, uh, the show. Yep. We uh, got uh, we got three seasons of this. Yep. Yep. And uh, then our episode starts off. You get some more. Now, this is the future from where we started. They never give us a date. Uh, yep. Roughly 60 years from whatever timeline you're yeah. in. Now. Well, we do, get a, we do get a subtitle as it, as it opens up, and it says 20 years later, but okay. that's 20 years after the scene we just saw, yeah. I'm to assume. So, so we, don't, we don't know how long that was after the last time we saw Batman, other than long enough for... For his hair to go white, for him to have visibly aged. And everything's futuristic, like Ben said, Blade yep. Runner. Yep, we got lots of flying cars. cars. Yeah. Yeah, we've got just highways on highways on highways, a lot of verticality to this city, to the point where we see this gizmo going up the side of a side of a skyscraper that looks like a big like freight elevator type thing from mm-hmm. the outside. But we see the inside, and it looks like a subway car. Yeah. Apparently, there is so much verticality to Gotham City that it makes sense to have these basically subways, but going up. 
And on the subway car, people are going to work. Yep. Uh, and there's a TV on there, which is neat. Yep. Apparently newscasters in the future are just silhouettes. This is Max Headroom. I mean, it's it's a cool effect. It's a cool I like effect. It. Yeah. Uh, and they're talking about the, the Wayne Powers uh, merger that it did happen. Yep. So Wayne Tech has apparently been taken over by this other billionaire by the name of Derek Powers. And he just completed another new acquisition and swell guy that he is laid off 300 people because <laughs> finally in the future we can all get together and say we love Batman we love Bruce Wayne but fuck billionaires yes. billionaires should not exist fuck them they're assholes and uh, while the newscaster is going on there's a gang member yup he's dressed like a like Joker a clown. jester with the hat you know? yup yup and he, he busts in and does a little dance and sprays some spray paint around and is just making a goofy goof of himself. And it seems like, you know, kind of a young hooligan, but it could be all in good fun. Yeah, but I, uh, he wants some money. Yeah, one of the, the commuters, like, does a little nervous laugh and he gloms onto it like, aha, aha, you laughed, so now you gotta pay me. That's how this works. Apparently this is how shakedowns work in the future. And luckily there is a gentleman... Yep. Who is named Terry McGinnis, our new protagonist. Yep. And he's going to, he's got some sick moves and he puts, puts the hurt on this, this hoodlum. And that hoodlum, uh, he bounces out of there. Obviously he can't take him on, but he does a little like, you know, like the, the blows a raspberry at him and takes off. There's only one man who would dare give me the raspberry. Yep, and it turns out that uh, where Terry McGinnis was headed to was Hamilton Hill High School. That's right! <laughs> Our mayor got his own high school named after him. Yep. It's the future. There's still sports, though. Yep, and we're we're meeting some of our supporting cast of this new show. We've got uh, a couple of Young, attractive, Bruce Tim-designed high school girls. They're, they're watching uh, a wrestling match. Yep. Assuming it's wrestling still. And uh, Terry is wrestling with some red-headed jock guy. Yep, his name's Nelson. He's basically Flash Thompson from Spider-Man. Yep. I don't want to fight you, Flash. There's, there's going to be a lot of Spider-Man parallels with our high school-age superhero yes. here. This was very much Batman looking at Spider-Man. I, I think this would have been before the first, uh, the first Raimi Spider-Man movie. Yes. But there had been a, a pretty cartoon. popular, yeah, Spider-Man show, a cartoon on TV. And you could tell this was this was supposed to be the new young hip Batman. Yeah. And they were taking, they were taking notes from Spider-Man, kind of the original young hip superhero who was not a sidekick but stood on his own. And uh, during the wrestling match, Dana is a dark-haired, uh, she apparently is the love interest for Terry. Yep. There is a blonde with a short haircut who apparently was, at one point, dating our bully. Yep. And uh, they're like, ooh, look, men fighting. I wouldn't want to fight me neither. But the fight gets too extreme because the redhead spits in Terry's face. Yep, and Terry gets mad, rightfully so, and throws a punch. I don't want to get spit in the face. Yeah, I just, I, you know what? There are some places where you pay good money for that kind of treatment. (laughs) But Terry did not pay any money, and you always get consent before you spit in anyone's face. That's right. So, fist fight. Yep, but the coach didn't see the spit. But he did see Terry throw the first punch. So McGinnis, you're off the team, off the squad. Get out of here. Yep, yep. So we're we're getting our image of of this Terry guy. He's you know he's a good kid. He's got a good heart. But 
He's just, he's getting into trouble. Yes. Yeah. And then from here, we'll probably need your notes because I think we're going to introduce Terry's dad. Yep, that is exactly what happens. We cut to uh, to Daddy McGinnis, Terry's dad, who's this uh, got this sandy blonde hair, mustache, and uh, he's he's talking with a coworker, this uh, guy named Harry, who has kind of like a pig nose and yeah. looks uh, looks a hell of a lot like Harry Osborne. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he wants to meet in private. Uh, yeah, something big, hush hush. Don't tell nobody. Yeah. Uh, meets up with him and he hands him a file. But during the handoff, you notice that his hand's got some, uh, I don't know, some gray, grayish, greenish Yeah, it looks spots. like some kind of lesions or a rash. Yeah, yeah. Something, yeah, something's not going well with this hairy guy. He's sweating. Yep, and that's when Mr. Fix shows up. Yeah. He's this mook with a scar on his face of... Some sort of ambiguous uh, racial makeup, but he's voiced by TV's George Takei. Oh, my. He's, yeah. (laughs) He's there to get uh, the guy uh, who's got the infection. He's like, you're late for your appointment with Mr. Powers. And he runs. And that should have been like, whoa, alarm signal. Yep. (laughs) Some some troopers, they look like uh, stormtroopers. They come in. And they nab Harry. Yep. And, drag him away. And uh, uh, Papa McGinnis is like, what's wrong with him? And uh, they don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, just just total silence. They just take him away into custody. Yep. But uh, we we cut over to apparently Daddy McGinnis works for Derek Powers. And Derek has called him into his office to say, hey, I'm, I'm sorry. You might have gotten the wrong idea. Uh, th- he had an allergic reaction to some chemicals in the lab. He's fine. You'll see him on Monday. We're, he's getting the best care. I just didn't want you to worry. By the way, he didn't give you anything. Like, there was some files missing from his desk. You wouldn't know anything about that, and would you? And Papa McGinnis lies, and he yeah. says, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And walks out. Now our Derek Powers is like Lex Luthor. Yep. He's a rich guy, but you know he's up to no good. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a piece of shit. So he tells Mr. Fix, you know, let's, yeah. let's fix it. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's take care of this. We get a little scene between Daddy McGinnis and and Terry. Uh, Daddy McGinnis is probably stressed out with all this industrial espionage happening at work, but also has heard that Terry got kicked off of the wrestling team, and they have a little argument. Uh, Terry's got a temper. He's punching the walls, and he says, Yeah, I don't like living with you. I wish I was living with Mom. I'm out of here. Learning also that um, Mommy and Daddy McGinnis are Splitsville. uh, Terry is a child of divorce because he's the new young hip Batman, and that's what kids are into these days. (laughs) So he storms out, and uh, he's going to go clubbing. Yeah, going to go dancing with his... Going to go stepping out with his lady friend. And, yeah, so... At the club, that's when these Jokers, gang members in the future, dress up like Jokers. I love this conceit. This is so good because, yeah, they are clearly, especially the the gang leader is very much Dime Store Joker. He's got the purple suit with the green shirt and the green hair, which is obviously a wig. And makeup that clearly is makeup did not come from a chemical spill. Yes. But apparently thugs in the future thought Joker was just the coolest dude, and so that's who they're going to model themselves after, which makes perfect sense, and I love it. So they start messing around at the club. Terry's there with the ladies. Terry is able to stop them, and the bikers, the Jokers, are like, Oh, it's this dick. 
Yeah. Let's get them. And there's a motorcycle chase. It is a really good motorcycle chase, too. They're all over the highway. They're going up and down buildings. Yeah, it's a future freeway, so everything's got this, you know, yeah. Tron-like lighting. It's cool looking. Yeah, it's, it's very good. Uh, Terry is, you know, baiting some of the, some of the Jokers into you know, driving off of cliffs and into the bay, and he's able to shake most of them, but as the chase continues, he's going out of the city and onto some country roads that are starting to look... I, I bet it is Mount Gotham. <laughs> but, you know, you don't want to go all the way up Mount Gotham. There's no. no gas stations there. You're running out of gas up there. You're screwed. Yeah, he's going up there full speed, and he sees an old man. And he immediately, like, almost crashes because yep. you don't want to hit an old man. But that old man is our Bruce Wayne. Yep, this is our introduction to crusty old Bruce. God, Grou- I love him. Grouchy old, old... Bruce Wayne. He looks older than God. He's walking with a cane. <laughs> and he's apparently just, just chilling in the middle of the road right outside the front gates of Wayne Manor. And uh, Terry tells him, you know, the Jokers are still there. And Terry's like, I'll, I'll protect you. But it's Bruce who protects him. Because yep. Bruce is an old man, but he's still got it. Yep. He's, he's kicking Joker ass with his cane. They're fighting him off together. It's a, it's a really good fight scene. The Joker's, you know, beaten back. They take off on their motorcycle. And that's when Terry looks to his to his new best friend. But crusty old Bruce is not feeling so hot. He needs his medication, which is back at the house. Which is all the way up there. And that's where we see Wayne Manor. Yep. And so Terry, luckily, is able to help him out. There's a dog. Yep. Ace the Bat Hound. He's here. <laughs> the dog doesn't attack Terry because he's with Bruce. Yep. Terry's like, hey, nice dog. And Bruce is like, not really. <laughs> Gets him back to his uh, his mansion, gives him his medication. He falls asleep in the chair, and Terry's like, all right, I guess I'll go. Yep, but go. The, the dog is at the front door. He's barking his head off, acting very threatening, because now Terry is not hanging out with the master of the house. Yep. So Terry closes the door real quick, says, maybe I'll just call my dad. But as he's picking up the landline phone, which this it's is an old house, I'll allow yeah, it. well, <laughs> see, this is the problem with anything that's set in the future but was made in the '90s. Terry should have a cell phone. He should uh, not need yeah. a landline in yeah. the Wayne Manor to call wow. his dad. But that's just you go with it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he sees a bat that's stuck in a uh, clock. How would a bat get inside a clock? Don't worry, I'll help you. I'll get it out of there. Just don't bite me. Opens up the clock, but the clock is an actual door. There's a staircase. What's all this shit? Oh, fuck, Bruce Wayne is Batman. Now, I got to imagine, you know, Batman's been out of commission for whatever, 20 years or so. Yeah. Yep. But no one ever found out who the... I'm I'm assuming this was him, you know, uh, uh, walking into what would be the equivalent of an urban legend. Yeah. Like, I heard of the Batman way before I was born, but apparently he was a real thing that existed, and here it is. All of his gizmos and Batmobile and all of that cool stuff that Batman kept along. Yep, and including a, a case of Batsuits, the original Batsuit, the, the Robin suit, mm-hmm. the Batgirl... All, you know, done up on mannequins on display in this glass case. The Nightwing suit. And then finally, the Beyond suit. Yes. And Terry's poking around. He's looking at all this stuff. But kindly old Mr. Wayne woke up (laughs) from his nap and he is pissed. Get on out of here. Go on. Get. Yeah. And so Terry, I mean, he lets him go. And Terry's like, all right, well, you freak. I'll get out of here. 
but he goes home and there's cops outside there's there's police lights going off and graffiti all on the stairwell up to his apartment where he stays alone with his dad mm-hmm. daddy mcginnis but Killed Kenny. And it looks like it was the gang members, the Joker team, Joker bike gang, yep. found out where Terry lived, went to his apartment, and killed his father. Yep, and, and Terry, Terry is assuming, oh, this is my fault somehow, you know, I got into it with these gang members, and they killed my father because I was messing with them. I I should have been there, and we had an argument, and I left, and we're seeing, it's it's really kind of quick cut, we see the a little scene of the funeral. We see a little news scene and we see Terry moving in with, with his mom, mama McGinnis and his little brother. And let me, let me see if, if you were thinking the same thing. So daddy McGinnis, Sandy blonde hair. Yeah. Mama McGinnis, red, red hair. Terry and his brother, Dark jet hair. black hair. Hey, did you know that your mother is a whore? Well, I, I wonder why mommy and daddy split up. <laughs> Well, red hair is recessive. It could have skipped a generation. Sure, yeah. That's what I've been told. <laughs> None of my kids got red hair. They're all blonde. Yeah, well, but also so is your wife. That's so true. that's uh, we know where that came from. I have no idea where this jet black hair came from, yeah. but not from either of Terry's ostensible parents. But uh, yeah, Terry's going into his room, moving in. Obviously, the little brother's kind of annoying. Yeah. Uh, Terry goes through uh, some photo of uh, him and his dad, and he finds the disc. The disc. He pops it into the computer. Like, what's dad doing hiding discs in photos? And dad knew something was going to happen because it straight up says, in the event of my death or disappearance, here is all the shit I found out about what Derek Powers is up to. And so Terry takes the disc, and he goes back to Bruce Wayne's mansion and says, look, there's cops that are probably crooked. Yep. And I'm a kid. You're Batman. Here, you take it. Yep. And at first, we don't think Bruce is going to let him in. It's Terry's like yelling this into the intercom at the gate and finally gets fed up and says, fine, you're no Batman. Fuck you, old man. <laughs> and that's when Bruce apparently had a change of heart and that gate opens up. And uh, Bruce is looking through the files. It's weapons, chemical weapons. Yep, nerve gas, some kind of DNA mutagen, and Mm -hmm. Bruce is pissed. Like, this is my company, and this asshole is using it to make nerve gas? Yeah. But I'm I'm old. My heart doesn't work so good. I've got to take care of my dog. Why don't you just go give this to Commissioner Barbara Gordon? She's still alive. She's going to drop that in there for later. Hey-oh. Won't see her this episode, but she's... We're going to see good old Barb later. And Terry's like, no, I came here for you. You're yeah. Batman. Uh, obviously, show him the door. Yeah. But then, so as he's leaving, yep. Derek Power shows up in a limo. Yeah, with Mr. Fix. Yeah, he's like, hey, hey you want to get in a stranger's car? <laughs> and luckily, Terry says no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Mr. Fix has given uh, Terry the strong arm treatment and... Finally, Terry says, fine, have the disc. And I'm sitting there like, well, of course, that's a fake disc. He's not an idiot. No. As far as we can tell, that is the real and only copy of the disc. Well, maybe Bruce made a copy while he was looking at it. But yeah, that's not implied. (laughs) So but Terry is able to escape uh, after the, the disc incident. So Mr. Powers is like, all right, well, shoot. He's still alive, but at least I got my evidence. Yep. But uh 
Terry goes back to Wayne Manor, and he's not even bothering trying to get Bruce's help anymore. He straight sneaks into the Batcave and jacks the Batsuit. Yeah, Bruce, uh, he kind of, he hears Ace barking. Ace has been tied up. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, why would anyone tie up my, oh, dear God. Goes to his clock. They, they took, jo- who was in charge of that? Jones! Ah. You know what? If Alfred was still alive, this never would have happened. Alfred would have kept him safe. <laughs> yep. But yes, Terry McGinnis had taken the Batman Beyond suit. Yep. So he's he's not not too good at it yet, but he's flying through the skies of Gotham with his rocket boots, and he sneaks up to Derek Powers' penthouse office, and he's got... Uh, this is this is a little detail that I always like. The fingers of the new Batsuit have, like, eavesdropping devices. Yes. Terry can sneak up to the window, press his fingertips, and overhear the conversation, which is where Derek Powers is meeting with uh, the something or other high muckety muck of Kaznia. Yeah, Kaznia? Uh, some he looks like uh, the Pope kind of. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he wants to buy this nerve gas. Yep, those Kaznians always up to no good. And so, Bat- dirty potentially brown people, right? Uh, Batman. Our Batman, Terry, yes. <laughs> gets spotted by the stormtroopers. Yep. And they start shooting their laser guns at him. Yep, they're what? doing a little cat and mouse through uh, the Wayne Powers warehouse. And that's when Terry starts hearing Bruce's voice in his ear saying, Hey, jackass, that's my suit. <laughs> Bring back my suit, you asshole. And Terry's like, I'd love to, but kind of in the middle of a fight, which he is. Yep. There's a cool fight scene with him and the stormtroopers. Bruce isn't happy about this, so he turns off the suit power. He does. And, yep, we get, uh, turns out there's a, a kill switch in case of just such an occurrence that paralyzes the suit. Terry's getting his ass kicked for a while until he finally prevails on Bruce to, they're going to kill me, dude. Yeah. This dude has a gun pointed at my head right now, please, sir. I would like the superpower suit back now. So Bruce, he doesn't want him to die, turns yeah. on the power Batman's able to stop him, and then uh, Bruce is like, I turned it on, but I'll turn it off again. Get out. And Terry says, look, the guy who killed my dad is going to be there. The shipment's going down right now. We need to stop it. Yep, and that's when Bruce relents again, like, all right, we're we're doing this. That's that's an old Wayne Tech building. I can tell you exactly where all the secret passages are that I built into the place years ago. And Terry gets to the the hover transport landing pad, mm-hmm. has himself a nice little fight scene with some more stormtrooper mooks. Yep, and he's he beats those guys off pretty easily. Um, phrasing, and he's throwing batarangs. I love the the new bat suit has a little like wrist launcher for batarangs yeah. too, which is really cool. But uh, Powers has a has this laser gun, and he's shooting the batarangs out of the air and laughing, <laughs> just like shooting skeet. And so Bruce, I'm sorry, Bruce, Terry, (laughs) Terry picks up a canister of the gas, throws it. And meanwhile, Powers is thinking it's another batarang. He shoots the gas. The gas gets everywhere. He's got gas. He just got gassed by the nerve toxin that is near immediately fatal. Terry McGinnis, as one of his first actions as the new Batman, basically just committed murder. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we do know that one of the weaknesses of this gas is extreme heat or radiation. So... Yep. But and we'll just figure that just out drop later. that for later. Exactly. <laughs> in the meantime, Mr. Fix is headed off in the hover transport, 
Terry has to go after him. They have a little fight scene. Mr. Fix has zappy electro brass knuckle things. But Terry gets the better of him, and the hover transport goes down into Gotham Bay, where Mr. Fix presumably drowns and dies. We never see him again, so he's yep. gone. Yep. Uh, bye. Bye, George. Bye. I loved you in Star Trek. <laughs> uh, Terry, he wakes up. Uh, his bat suit is conveniently placed underneath his bed. Yep. And his mom wakes him up and says, hey, there's a guy here to see you. It's Bruce Wayne offering you a job. What? Yep. And <laughs> Terry's about to come clean. And Bruce is like, oh, yeah, I was just telling your mom about how you fended off those thugs and yeah. how you wouldn't take a reward. But I was so grateful. I thought I'd give you a job. Just personal assistance now stuff. it's it's i'm a pretty difficult taskmaster yep. but uh and i'm pretty brutal but i think we can work together wink wink yep we get the iconic welcome to my world which was in all the ads yep they shake hands and i thought we were about to fade to black into the episode but we've got one more scene it's Derek powers being taken care of by his team of doctors they were able to kill the nerve virus gas with radiation. And he says, great, so I'm better. They're like, yeah. It sort of did something we didn't expect. Kill like, the lights. You glow in the dark. <laughs> You're a horrible skeleton radiation yeah. man. This so, scene's really good. It's so effective. Yeah, his skin glows green, but you see his skeleton, his skull, all that good stuff. He looks at himself like any Batman villain. Yep. He laughs. <laughs> his transformation and thus ends rebirth, rebirth parts one and two yeah kenny did this episode hold up it's good hell yeah this episode was great i love it yeah I'm, I'm excited to be a part of this i'm just everything about this was fun it worked um i like that you mentioned that terry hasn't quite figured out the suit yet because yeah. we're kind of learning about the suit through terry's point of view so uh, you'll get a little bit more of that as the episodes go on. Like, oh, wow, this does that. Oh, this does this. Oh, who knew? I can do that. So yep. it's fun. Yep. It's it's a lot of fun. I thought, you know, anytime we have a two or three part episode, I'm always the one sitting here like, did it need to be, though? Yeah. This, I, I think it was perfect. Yep. No wasted time. No dead air. It introduced the, the world and some of the characters and it, it kept things moving at a brisk pace. I loved it as much as I did back in 99. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, I, I guess, I mean, we don't need R and Jesus for this one. Not yet. But we do have to see, Kenny, is this episode better or worse than Matlock, the judge? It is better. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I concur. All right. I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed the judge, Dick there Van Dyke. He was great, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Blight is a little bit more interesting than Dick Van Dyke, though. Yeah, he was he was kind of just, like, villainous. I mean, he had his motivation. My my sugar baby's having yeah. sex with somebody else. But, someone much younger than me. Yeah, but, but yeah, I like the asshole billionaire as a, as a villain better. So, all right. I concur. I'm going to mark it down. Rebirth. Nice. Sitting at the number one spot. With Matlock, the judge, at number two. <laughs> For now. For now. Now, I mean, that's our one control. Obviously, we've spent the last ten years uh, working through all of Matlock. Yeah. But that's the only one that's going to be on this list. Because we, we only need one control episode exactly. per series. So yep. we're, yeah. <laughs> well, let's see what we got next week, shall we? Yeah, let's take a look. 
I already know. It's called Blackout. It's with ink. <laughs> That's right. Blackout. Okay. Yeah, I I I remember Ink. I remember her showing up a couple of times. I remember her having a very clay face power set. Yeah, it's uh, like a T1000 sort of. So, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, sexy lady T1000. Exactly. Yeah. Like 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 in the in the in the one Terminator movie that that was the start of the bad ones. It really was, wasn't it? It really was. There's so many bad Terminator movies now. I, I, why is it certain franchises, Terminator, Alien, Predator, the best selling point they can come up with anymore is don't worry, the last ones didn't count. My thing is, how are they still making money to produce the sequels? Like this bombed at the box office and you're making another? I, I, I don't. I, I watched Terminator 3 and that has been it for, and I, I, I have heard tell that there are better Terminators than Terminator 3. It's not like it's been all downhill. 4 was okay. Yeah. But 5 was garbage and I skipped 6 because I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, and see, that's how I was after after 3. I'm like, you know what? No, because every time a new, a new one would come out, the, I'd ask around like, is this one any good? And what I would always hear is, eh. Yeah. It's, you know, Better than better than three, four, you know, whatever. Better than three, but not as good as two. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna stay home and watch two You're again. You're not missing anything by moving yep. beyond that. <laughs> but yeah, so that'll be uh, next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? Yski TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can find the two of us back at our original URL, anchor.fm slash bat rankings. We'll be there for probably another year if this goes like Superman. <laughs> yeah. And then if we're not all dead by, with, by nuclear war. Russia looking at you. Yep. Keep it in your pants. I, Iran looking at you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but if we're all still here, murder she ranked, obviously. Yep. Yep. Done. All right, that'll be next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.